Hello, welcome to the podcast episode. I don't know what episode it has been, but I haven't done one for a quite a while. But I am your host, Hayward, and I'm ready to talk about what is annoying me the most right now, and it is being babied on. It's a part of life, basically. Um, but what does it exactly mean? Like being babysit, being babied on or something, whatever, whatever the term for it actually means. But basically, um, I have my grandparents. Okay. I'll just give you the the layout first before anything. This is going to be a very short episode because, um, try to get back into podcasting because after a few weeks I've been trying to get coding done with my friends. They're mostly carrying me, but yeah, that is basically the gist of what I have been doing for the past week or week and a half. I don't know how long it has been, but anyways, um, so I go downstairs in my house and I'm ready to cook a meal. And uh, I say to myself, um, what's that? And then my grandma, uh, like, gestures towards the, the food that's underneath the, uh, you know, that fly, tr- the fly prevent thingy majig. I don't know what it's called, but you, you basically put it over the food and then it protects the food from uh, insects, basically. Well, she took it under from there and she was like, oh, you want to eat this? It's called bante, which is something that... Uh, uh, you eat for New Year's, or uh, Chinese New Year's, in, uh, in Vietnamese culture, at least, uh, but yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, I can, I could just cook it myself, like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do it myself, and I'm, she's like, okay, I understand, and she's calling me right now, but I don't, um, I might have to, like, kind of pause it and stuff, uh, or I have to, like, kind of, uh, lay back and then tell my, uh, my grandparents that. But anyways, yeah, they, they, they like, trying to unlock my door and everything, and it's getting kind of annoying, but, yeah. Here be. Yeah, is this But it, it it's part of living in a household, and it's getting tired of the people around you. It's 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 honestly kind of sad to to say that you know after being with someone for so long, you get detached. Basically, you don't have like emotions towards them. It's not it's not like that happens to everybody, but it's just like something that would happen if you were like stay together for a very long period of time unless you try to understand what each other feels like what how how stuff happens but once once it gets super annoying and you let it build up you don't tell them whatever it is they're doing then it, it rolls out and it becomes as big as a monster and then you know your relation gets crushed it's super crushed but yeah i hate the fact that um they're like babying me, basically. Because I can cook for myself. I can do everything by myself. But they're like, okay, I we understand. And they do everything for you. I mean, like, that, 
that is uh, a lot of people will look at this and say it's privilege it's great to have someone who like take care of you and uh, you don't have to do anything you basically have butlers and servants basically i wouldn't i wouldn't like be disrespectful of course but that was just a that's just what it feels like really because i just had this certain tickle in my freaking fist just to punch something because of how mad i am because it's it's just because they I, I get it, they're trying to care for me, they're, they're treating me like uh, when I was younger, they gotta make food for me, and they gotta feed me, spoon feed me, and I make sure I eat on the clock from maybe morning, lunch, and then, you know, at dinner, of course, and then have a little bit of snacks, get some fruits, and that. And that's just the culture in, in this house, basically, where my grandparents or anybody older than me, uh, say here here's food here's that want to eat this want to eat that please eat please 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 eat so you don't die basically that's what they're trying to say they're trying to nurture me into trying to eat of course and they gotta remind me every every hour of the clock and it's it's there it's i mean i'm i'm grateful for the like the cooking they do and stuff but i'm just like okay I just had enough of that. And they're just like standing around and trying to uh, just try to take care of me. You know? It's just like, okay, fine. Um, I think she's standing outside, but I don't know. But yeah, it's just all that stuff that just has been building up now. I, I don't I guess get annoyed of the little things, but you know, as I've said in previous episodes, that um you can't let these like these few seconds fuse and a few minutes of them doing whatever they're doing i'll ruin your the rest of your day basically so i'm not gonna let it get too in my head but i'm just trying to express it out here now so i don't have the tinglys in my fist to punch something you know i just gotta be grateful and just gotta be um glad that they're still alive to take care of me and, you know, remind me that you, even though that's like a very instinctive way to like approach stuff. But I've been going through a lot this week and I think that that, that also comes to a play in my head because it's a very stressful thing to do once. Uh, it's a very stressful thing if your professor doesn't know what she's doing and and giving out stuff that students wouldn't be able to comprehend and know for the first week of school i mean i guess you have like a major but like nobody's sticking with like the same language basically and you have to kind of learn a new language and having like a huge step for the first project is is crazy having a project being thrown at you in the first uh, two weeks of school is insane i mean especially if you haven't learned it yet so i'm glad at least i've went to a semester school so i don't have to experience the pain of going through every class learning it's super quick and like um in like three months and then heading on to a new one learning a new language and recycling that 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 hectic uh um what is it called that hectic uh cycle of learning um trying to improve on whatever it is you're trying to improve on with uh not improve because some some languages you don't really know uh, but 
trying to learn the language uh, to a full extent in those three months. But yeah, hmm. But I think I just have to just cope with it for now, and you know, do try to find a. I think to a way to approach this of uh, me not being annoyed of them just scrambling around in the kitchen and trying to cook for me uh, is I have to try to find a time to uh, cook for myself or do something by myself so that I don't have to kind of bother them and stuff. But I'm not really bothering them because they would insist to do these kind of things. But it's just very annoying for them to like, you know, if you see like an old person and they like doing stuff for you, it looks kind of sad, it looks kind of pitysome. Um, but you have to learn how to, like, do stuff on your own, because you'll, you'll, like, benefit from it from the future, of course, but, yeah, it's just, seeing them do these things just kind of makes me annoyed, because they're touching, okay, uh, imagine having, like, a, a plate of food, and then them, hello? Give me a second. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, ah. it's just these, they're just tapping on the stuff. Um, I honestly don't like the sound of just like locked doors, of course. I would never like that. But I've gone to a point where I have to kind of lock my doors to just like prevent myself from just just going insane of them walking in and out of my room but they have to like kind of check of how i'm doing i guess that i'm just releasing all my my stuff about grandparents i mean my grandparents at least i mean it's 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 like this basically you're in a concert and then like a hundred people walk in in the middle of your concert so everybody's more uh, attention focused on the why is there like a hundred people going in and into the concert like or why is a hundred people going out of the concert it's like honestly it's like super annoying but that's like me trying to get into the flow state of stuff try to do something at least and they go in and out and i can't do anything i can't enjoy my music i can't do i just want some alone time and i just want to it was a great time because, uh, like, about a month, uh, actually about two months ago, um, I was quarantined in my mom's room, all taped up and stuff. For most part, most most part, because there was those one day where my grandpa was kind of tapping on the windows and doors because, you know, he's forgetful. So he would knock on these things. He, he would, he would like, knock on the, the table. I mean, not the table, the window, the wall. And he would go around the, the my little uh, quarantine room and just knock on every door and say, open it, open it, you're going to die from choking. Like, hello? I'm not going to die from choking. And from not, you know, breathing. Like, it's obvious that... Uh, that, that there's some airflow somewhere at least because I know I have like crept up windows and stuff but he's like still knocking on it but it's just an annoying small thing that I cannot get out of my head because I have these intentions that's in my heart that doesn't let me like really like 
stop myself from like just feeling these emotions like this emotion of a wave of anger when it comes to like just dealing with my grandparents and and that's not for everybody i know grand a lot of grandparents out there are sweet and stuff i I know my grandparents are sweet of course i have to just look on the bright side but there's all there is is downside that that i've experienced and my sister has experienced and we just want to get out of here basically and it's not a great thing for for anyone in this house to just just to feel that pressure of just not doing like not just like having them around but it's it's it's, it's very mean to not just like wish them away that's that's, that's super bad of course but how I, I just you know, my sister wishes for us to just get out of this house in particular and just settle somewhere else and come back with a refresh like a distance you know you you always need some distance you always need some pause between uh time before um seeing someone again because you know it's it's like a a a new healthy hearted relationship that has to heal over time it's like a muscle basically where you have to let it rest for some time until it can like not be sore anymore and it can function uh properly i guess because you know when you're sore you can't really like get up and everything's just super slow and that and sluggish and stuff well that's that's the same thing that goes with like relationships where you have like the muscles tear and uh, there might be tensions and stuff so you have to let it go let it relax and then come back to it once once everything has settled down and then everybody's gonna be happy for quite some time and then it'll slowly shift back to being sore again and that's the time for you to leave but you know quarantine has got us stuck in here and it's something that we cannot avoid and it's our lifestyle from here to whenever i don't know uh from months maybe years from now but we don't we don't know i don't even know how long the spanish flu has lasted so we can estimate it uh like that's the the worst case scenario timeline but uh they've gotten vaccines and stuff uh out and i'm pretty happy about that and some countries are getting less vaccines because we we are kind of robbing it but it's all there it's all there um everything's getting shipped and stuff and hopefully everything's going back to normal eventually but a lot of money going into vaccines right now and um um, i'm hoping for i'm hoping for the best for the other countries that cannot afford these kind of things and have to just basically live off of uh, live knowing that the corona might kill them and stuff. But, you know, as I've been experienced with COVID, of course, or seemingly COVID, it doesn't seem that bad. It, it, you just get basically sick for a day and then you're good. But, yeah, I just got runny nose and and nothing much after that. But, yeah, uh, I have a lot of my chest to, to take off on, on my grandparents. So let's get back on that topic. Um but yeah, they they take care of me whenever they grew up, and they've been with me my entire life, basically, and not basically, they've been in my life, in my entire life, and I've only been a part of theirs for a little bit, and, uh, you know, they're trying to hold on to that, I get it, that's grandparents stuff, but you know, sometimes you, you gotta, like, let it chill, of course, but just, just, 
just once we get to that age of like graduating high school maybe in college and stuff it's time to just move on and let them just do whatever it takes for them to like just just eat and stuff like i i can make my own food i can i can serve myself and i can just like go off my own basically but not like i income wise because i'm still a student but uh in terms of just just being staying healthy and stuff i can do all that stuff and i can cook my own food and even microwavable food is accessible as well as doordash is accessible all that stuff is uh, is all in my hands and all on my phone and everything is kind of stored and i can just have a pressable button even the microwave buttons to heat up my food and just uh, have everything just heated up and then just for me to eat but they just go through the kitchen. They scramble and they're like, you want this? Maybe you want this. Maybe, okay, I'll reach into the food. Maybe you want this, this. Like, obviously, it's like, it's like trying to teach a regular, it's it's them trying to teach me how to see, basically. Like, I'm not at that point of the, as a child, don't know what to do and can't even see the top of the fridge. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not... I can see my own food. I can know what to make. I've done this in college and I have to. But they're just like, oh my God, you're only 13. How can you possibly make your own food? You know, because, you know, sometimes they forget when they can't keep track of ages because it's been a while and I, I can't really take uh keep track of my nephew's age as well sometimes. But it's, it's luckily it's in the single digits. But yeah. Um, I, I kind of rambling off for too long because you know a lot of my chest is is crazy, and I just have to try to take everything off before they even go downstairs. So mentally, I gotta prepare myself and say that I am um, going to be fine. Uh, it's it's not like they're gonna keep on doing this, and I can just isolate myself in my room basically uh, after this because you know I have class and stuff, and I can just relax afterwards. You know, just eat real quick, just get up, and then just just chill. But they never get time to interact with me because, of course, I'm isolated in my room. Yeah, but, yeah, I just don't want to, like, really go um, far beyond and just, like, talk. I don't know. Just talk to my grandma, of course, because she always talks about her past, which is super sad. And, of course, she wants some pity some, but just how that negativity. I think I've said this before, but all that negativity that gets in your head is quite a... A, a heavy weight on your shoulders and basically on your head so yeah you know step back and get away from that and then you know come back if you want to get more of that pain basically that pain of her memory and stuff and my grandpa just like taps stuff and it's just a lot of stuff that I have to say, but he goes into my room, just looks around, sneezes, and then like blows his boogers on the floor. It's basically what he does, and then he like wipes his his hands on his nose, wipe wipe his hands on stuff, and he never washes them. So I just think of him like a, like a dirty old grandpa. But you know, I I feel like I have no respect for them. Uh, of course, because I've I've gotten to a point where I've stayed with them long enough for about 18 years of my life, at least 18 years, because I've been away from the house for like a, a year, I think, a uh, year and a half, yeah, basically a year and a half, almost, almost a, a little bit over a year and a half, 
basically they're all they're always there and you know i just kind of cope with it as a, as a child but as a child it doesn't really put a like an effect on you but you, you start to grow these hormones you start to grow whatever these emotions are as you're growing up and then it just starts to get built up and you get annoyed and then and then stuff happens because you know you're at the growing stage you're at the not at the uh, mature stage yet where you're like just fully enveloped in their emotions and stuff and you can like kind of cope with everything that's thrown at you but you're still at the emotional stage where you want to get out you want to live on your own you want to just do everything that a high school college student wants and it's just to live on their own and be independent and just have you know a, a a control of their life basically but you know you can't really get that as a child yet and uh, not being out of the house so staying in the house they they seemingly look at you as a child of course a person who needs help because you're not outside of the house but i think that's just their 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 thought process uh, like subconsciously because i don't think they can think like that because they weren't as educated as uh my family is or the, the the generation z of course but yeah uh i've been rambling on for a very long time i said it would go down and eat but i'm a bit pissed but i i think talking it out was a great a great way to get this off my chest and a lot of the stuff that i've been going through this week with a lot of these codes and stuff and trying to get everything done and submitted and it's just it's just a lot of heavy heavy work for for just a college student or for just one class at least so there's always a way to drop it but of course i said i would take the most hard stuff uh early and i think uh i'm taking one of the harder classes of uh using reset here uh, online on zoom zoom academy so uh i guess i have to live with it and hopefully i get to pass the class at the end of the year get a you know still trying to get tracked on my goals and stuff but not my grandparents can't let me down of course like they can't i can't let them get through my head and stuff but i have to try to cope with them for months on end uh because i don't think i'll be leaving the house and and my my goal for staying at home for a year and stuff is starting to die because of my my head my head can't take it anymore <laughs> because it's, it's so many things that happens every day that you know you you feel like you're at a breaking point where you know you're bent enough that you, you're gonna snap at any movement or maybe yeah it's, it's uh, that's an analogy i can just make on the spot but if anyone is ever feeling, you know, if you guys are ever feeling like, like, uh, family is getting annoying and stuff and try to find your way around it, trying to, try to talk it out, try to, you know, uh, if your mom is always nagging at you, every conversation that you have, I mean, and if you can't, uh, like, you know, move away, like you can't move out of the house and stuff, you know, uh, just try to find a way to make her feel better every day. Maybe if, if it takes too much time, of course, um, just, just try to, try to express yourself so she knows how you're going through. And if it's a lot of tension, if it's a lot and a lot on your shoulders, you know, on your chest, of course, and you have to talk with her and she's going to nag at you, of course, expect what she's going to do. Just let it out and then see where she can go on from there. Cause you know, you can, your baby can't get 
uh, too mad at you. Like, your mom can, I mean, your mom can obviously get super mad at you and stuff, but, um, yeah, it's, it's for you to go out there and, and just, just release everything that's on your chest and release everything that, that's going on. Like, if you're not feeling well about, like, maybe, maybe your grandpa going inside or not even your grandpa like your brother i don't know but if there's any issues in your house like the the small issues that's going on um and you can't ignore it you know you got to talk it out because talking it out is the best part holding it in is the worst part because it builds up inside and becomes like an avalanche basically with this pile of snow that's on your chest and you have to uh, get it off at some point you gotta wipe it off you gotta basically just let it tumble let it melt let it just dissolve let it do anything possible just let it out and that's what i have to emphasize here today because because anything that's on your chest, anything you have to uh, talk about, it's a very hard thing to do. Um, just in general, having like, you know, no control over your life, basically, because you're at home. And, and if you don't have a car, you can't go anywhere and stuff. And you can't like control that aspect of your life. But just just say, just be appreciative for the things that you do have control of, like the doors in your room to close them, uh, the computers and the stuff to get away from family, maybe hang out with friends, uh, it's all that stuff. Maybe music to get away from all the noise in the house. It's just all the grateful things that you can control that uh, that you should be more grateful of and try to turn towards because, you know, I have piano too block out the noise at the computer talk to my friends of course and and uh, i have my own bedroom which is wide enough so i can like sleep in the middle of the day and of course i have locks that i can control over but you know not everybody can control their locks and stuff but be grateful for the the stuff that you you have possession of and have like ability to to control over that your parents would not let you like of course like like what your parents doesn't tell you what to do and stuff like if you can put in your phone for a while you know you can escape that way and stuff i I don't know um this topic's kind of vague for me but to try to explain to everybody else out there because no one can experience the same thing i'm going through with all my grandparents just doing all this stuff for me and try to baby me of course but you know that's gonna happen in life of course uh uh give or take uh your parents will always like baby you until the point where they realize that you've grown up grown up that you've grown tall and you've grown mature of course and you just have to basically wait until that time you know or just build up to that time where they or or do whatever it takes to make them realize that you've all grown up and you don't need this or that anymore for them to just do it for you and stuff. But, yeah, but uh, other people, you know, it, they have to do chores as a child and I never got to do that. And, and I just have to do adult things as a kid. And, uh, you know, I can't really express myself in that aspect of uh, childhood. But all I can say is that once you've been like if you've been babied on or you've been like hurting your parents you, you tell them like 
what what's up and you tell them like everything because it doesn't matter if you're a child or not you know just try to try to just tell them off don't like swear it and so just have a nice civil conversation see what what kind of compromise you can take to to dealing with like these stuff but yeah it's super difficult and super like uh, annoying to to try and really like engage in these stuff and have nothing to get out of it of course because of course your parents have most control over your life especially in the financial part of your life because you can't buy everything on amazon at any time basically because because that's not everybody you're not privileged enough or they, they don't want you spending as much you know you might have 100k in there but they don't want you spend anything you could be privileged but they don't have to spend anything for you and it's a, just it's just a, just a list goes on about different uh, combination of childhoods it's basically like a rubik's cube combination it's like about like six quadruple trillion whatever it is whatever that is um times or different ways of of solving different rotations different you know every new pattern is there etc 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 but yeah i'm just gonna say that um if you have feelings put it in a journal and stuff but yeah thank you for watching i'll see you in the next episode thank you